spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. How will the Texas church shooting affect us here in Georgia? From criminal justice to gun rights, the shockwaves will reach us. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Sometimes Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. I'm on today, Sunday, live, coming at you, 1 to 3. But if you miss the show or want to know when the show's on, can't keep track of it because I do move around, Sign up for PropagandaReportDaily.com and you will get emails as to when the next show is or if I posted a commercial-free podcast of my last show and I also do some online podcasts with my producer, Binkley. So that's the way you can keep up on the show. But if you do keep up on the show and you've listened to the show, you know that I try to take the events of the week from a libertarian perspective. And lately, I have noticed that uh, the the events of the week kind of come in two categories. One is massive distractions. They're stories of sexual harassment or gossip or corruption, just personal stuff that's very engaging, like People magazine, but it's for the purpose of diverting us, distracting us, dividing us, so that we don't focus on the real issues, which are... Uh, how the government in league with the media is in a constant uh, engaged in a constant effort to take power onto their plate, to centralize power at our expense, which always means encroaching on the Bill of Rights, eroding the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is our protection against that exact thing. And that's what they are doing. And they are spending a lot of time in the news distracting us from that. Or the other type of story you hear in the news are the stories that serve that purpose. Very emotional stories, scary stories that get us to voluntarily or at least start to think about how we might be willing to curtail our rights in order to be safer. So terrorist accounts are like that. Terrorist attacks, mass shooting events, mass casualty events. You can spend a lot of time trying to dig into the nature of the event to see if it's really if it's exactly the way they tell us or if they're spinning the story to kind of, as Rahm Emanuel says, uh, exploit a crisis or not let a crisis go to waste. Or uh, if they are, uh, if you really go down the rabbit hole and you think of things as false flags or hoaxes or even just a provocation, a way to uh, get somebody to do something that will serve this this agenda. I used to spend a lot of time figuring that stuff out. After I've seen examples of every one of those things, I just stopped focusing on that and started focusing on how will this event be used by the government and the media who are in league, whether they know it or not, they're serving the same agenda, they're reading from the same memos, like literally reading from the same memos, if uh, what how they are using these crises to take away our rights, and I like to address that specifically. This week, there is uh, 
Uh, well, let me just recap the story of this week's mass casualty event, which was the Texas church shooting. And the, the actual details, I'll try to run through them quickly, give you the highlights of the story in case you haven't heard it in one place, and then tell you what I think is the number one agenda here. And it's not the gun grab. That's usually an agenda item. It is, of course, an agenda item. But the number one agenda item is something you probably haven't heard anywhere else unless you hear my show because I've identified this before. I'll save that for you. Let me give you a recap. According to the official reports of what happened in Texas, a week ago today, last Sunday, a man named Devin Patrick Kelly went into the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs, Texas, and he shot to death 26 congregants and wounded 20 more. He was wearing tactical gear, bulletproof vest, Kevlar Kevlar vest, uh, a a face mask that had a skeleton on it, a helmet, and a visor. So actually no witnesses, not even the heroes who uh, allegedly chased the guy down and shot the guy, nobody inside the church or out could actually say the guy they saw shooting was Devin Patrick Kelly because at all times his face was completely covered. So the only people who... uh, could actually make that connection were government agents. And that's where we get the story. So, uh, so we are told this guy was the perpetrator and that he was found with a gunshot wound to the head in his vehicle that was consistent with a self-inflicted wound. So the shooter shot from the outside, went in and systematically shot every person inside or tried to anyway, he was supposedly after his mother-in-law, but uh, she wasn't in the church, even though she's a member of that church. And when he left the church, when the shooter left the church, he was engaged by a a neighbor named Stephen Williford, who was an NRA instructor and had an AR-15. And he shot him once in the torso and once in the leg. Now, he couldn't get a chest shot or a head shot because the guy had all this tactical gear on. This is going to come up later in in the list of agenda items. I think they want to ban that stuff, which is purely defensive stuff. And they use stories like this. Well, you can't stop bad guys if they're allowed to wear that stuff. Uh. So then the police arrived after a, a car chase with citizen, citizens chased this guy down, and that's when they found the guy dead. So, so, those are the, so those are the details. I have gone through enough of these to sort of wonder about some details that you hear in any of these events. But to me, it's not even important. What's important is making sure that you do not take an isolated event and let them gut an amendment or fundamental right. And the the number one agenda item I identified from this and from last week, if you recall last week, I talked about the New York Halloween attack where the guy actually survived. The cop shot him in the gut, but he survived. And already his rights and how he's treated seem to be, uh, making us feel like justice might not be served to the point where I had a commenter, somebody who listens to my show regularly and I would imagine is often on my side, say the cop should have killed that guy and saved us all a lot of time and money. And that is just the message. I'm afraid these events are being used to promote because I've noticed for a while now that we are told that this guy, somebody did, Uh, a mass casualty thing and that uh, he was killed at the scene and there are serious problems with that when they're killed at the scene 
there they this actually and there's no repercussions there's no trial there's a problem in that we never get the the facts in a what i want for everyone dead or alive who's a suspect of a violent crime to have a public trial so that we can actually determine the facts i mean lee harvey oswald and osama bin laden should have had public trials even in absentia or posthumously because there are facts that continue to haunt us about how to approach policy. I care about that. It also sets up a moral hazard, a perverse incentive to get the cops to kind of tidy it up by killing the suspect. Then you can say that was the guy or there were no accomplices. You're just, you know, there's just a moral hazard there. It gets people to do the wrong thing. And for me, what I see the most uh, is that the media or the government can spin the facts of the uh, event to serve its agenda when there's no public trial to kind of vet those facts. It's just a temptation to, to do what Rahm Emanuel says about exploiting a good crisis. And then finally, most sinisterly, a person could be, a political enemy could be set up uh, and make it, it, be claim, it could be claimed that a person was committing a crime. You could really execute them without any kind of repercussions and, you know, that's why that's actually a good reason not to have a national police force, because it would be very hard if someone were to do that to not have like the local police say, hey, what went on here? You know, you want checks and balances when it comes to that kind of stuff. But just to to bring home. So this guy supposedly was dead. Uh, that's the story. And just to be clear, how how much of an agenda item Anyway, I think this is, I have a, a clip for you where Chris Cuomo, who's in my mind a political operative, although he presents himself as a journalist, he is interviewing the sheriff of Wilson County, which is where this shooting took place. And so the sheriff is a law and order guy, right? That's what you expect from a sheriff. Yet he's, he, he's sending us a psychological message, an emotional message. Listen to this clip. It'll be a trial. The guy's yeah, gone. Yeah, the guy's gone. There won't be a trial. Uh, you know, do you want a trial? Do you want the person in a situation like this? I don't think so. I think the people that were in the church, the people, the citizens here, the people around the world, they don't want to see somebody like that to, to live. You know, after they have done what they did. So the problem there is we, after he did what he did, that, so he's presuming this guy is guilty. Yes, we are told that he was caught in the act, but nobody saw his face. Nobody saw his face. Nobody inside the church, nobody outside the church, even the heroes who stopped him. Nobody saw this guy's face. So you have to believe in the good faith efforts of law enforcement. And I, I understand that maybe now that we can depend on that, maybe. But once you have rules that that they they can count on having no checks and balances that brings out the worst in people that's where that absolute power corrupts absolutely uh i'm dying for a tweet but i have to take a quick break so binkley you get me a tweet on hold and y'all can tweet at me right now at monica Perez show or uh give me a call react to uh what i'm saying do you do you think that this is a real danger or uh is it just fine with you to to Go down this path. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about. 
Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 45 outside the studio, a four on the Mellish meter. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And we are talking about uh, the many, many agenda items served by the terrorist attacks and mass casualty events, shootings over that actually, I don't know if people realize this, but they have increased exponentially over the past 10 years. They've just gone through the roof. And and for me, there's no like really good explanation. We've always had guns in this country. This isn't happening in New Zealand. It's not happening in Switzerland. We have even more guns per capita than we have. Uh, Prozac was introduced long before this surge began. Uh, the Trump kind of um, extreme divisiveness that's in our society right now, supposedly because of Trump, that happened long after the surge began. And and the surge doesn't reflect human nature because that's not how we're accustomed. This this is a new phenomenon. And and I, I feel like that's kind of a mystery to me. I don't feel like it's been explained well enough. I, of course, think the idea of this being um, not what you see is what you get, that maybe there is something going on behind the curtain here is is possible. So let me know what you think. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, you got a tweet for me? Yes, I do. I have one from Charlie Bronson who says, what we're seeing is Gladio B, ramming cars into crowds as part of it too, not just the mass shootings. Security state is in full blast. Smart cars and smart cities with body scanners on every corner is the end game. Boy, Charlie. He uh, nailed it. You, he's down. Say that again. He nailed it. He did. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wow, you're really down the rabbit hole. But like, I'm right there with you like that. He he, really uh, I could not have said it better myself. And if you don't know what Gladio B refers to, there was an Operation Gladio in Europe where uh, the U.S. and other NATO countries uh, conducted terrorist events that were real and really killed people and blamed them on communists to get people to vote against the communists who were who were getting popular even in democratic elections and it goes hand in hand with something that was created at the time called the strategy of tension which was meant to uh make people so tense so stressed out that they uh let go of their grip on their basic rights their god-given rights what they knew was their birthright it, and and actually might go so far as to allow basically the democratic systems they had to be replaced more by martial law, by military uh, uh, at the top. And and he, Charlie Bronson's not not wrong. I think we need to talk a little bit more about this. And I want to get your views, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6 is my normal slot, but Sundays from 1 to 3 is a good backup. That's what I'm on today. Talking about uh, my libertarian take on the news of the week. And in this case, I'm focusing on the Texas shooting in the church a year, a year ago, a week ago today. And touching on some of the agenda items I think are being served, one is 
I think the idea of summary execution on site is something they want us to get used to. This idea of trusting the government that somebody is guilty, presumed guilty. Uh, I'm not saying that in this case it's not clear that he's guilty. I mean, it's not crystal clear because nobody actually saw the guy's face who we're being told is the perpetrator. So that opens up the possibility of a patsy if you want to go down the rabbit hole. But I feel like regardless of how you view it, there is that uh, underlying agenda item to uh, that it's okay these guys always get killed. I think another agenda item is to justify a proposal that's been floated around before to ban tactical gear, that people should not be able to buy bulletproof vests because it prevents law enforcement from stopping bad guys. But it is a purely defensive object. And like I was talking about uh, in the past about why the the gun control advocates often talk about uh, banning long guns, banning stuff that shoots fast. Uh, it's because it's what I coined the term resistance grade weaponry. And uh, and this is would be resistance grade tactical gear, re- resistance grade gear. There are a lot of other agenda items. I'm going to get to them. I I did throw out the question, why is this happening? Why is there a surge in these shootings? Is that is it real? Are we being told the truth here? I don't know. And one of my callers, now Binkley's got a bunch of tweets I do want to read. So if you want to tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. But I got a caller who uh, is running for governor. So I thought I would not make him wait. Let's hear what he has to say. Mark Erbach in Atlanta. Uh, Is that, am I pronouncing your name right? Monica, thank you so much. Yes, it's Mark Erbach, and my official is Mark Allen Erbach. But thank you so much for taking the call. You're welcome. What you got? Well, I taught for 11 years in Gwinnett County, 2001-2012. I'm an expert on how the United States Supreme Court illegally removed the five religious freedoms from the schools. My professional opinion, with all my friends in the Congress, I have 11 friends in the Congress, friends in the General Assembly, all my experts around the nation, they believe like I do. When the court removed God in religion from the schools the way they have the last 50 years, people just don't believe that someone's watching them. They, they don't believe anything's above them. They don't follow the laws of the nation. So that's why I believe, and they all believe, members of Congress and everything, that people are just using their feelings, their beliefs, opinions. We're in a full-blown democracy, and they're taking guns and just killing people. I, you're right. We haven't seen this for so long. But what the court has done to the schools and all the parents around the nation here in Georgia, where I'm, why I'm running for governor of the state, I've had enough of this. And I know you feel the same way, Monica. Enough, enough. Of well, I want to respond to what you're saying. Now, hold on a second. Yes, sir. So if there, so if this is, if what you see is what you get and we're being told the truth about uh, these stories, I would agree with you that, uh, that people, if they do think they're being watched, like if they they believe that there is going to be retribution after death, I I personally do believe that that uh, can result in better behavior. I also think, and I don't know if you would uh, go here, I have thought that when we as a country have double standards, that if we have destabilizing laws by... For example, like when we interfere with the sovereignty of other nations, but don't, you know, would resent having our sovereignty interfered with, or even for me as a libertarian, the drug war, when you 
incarcerate people for arm's length economic transactions and personal choices that people don't want to agree with laws like that. They feel resentful that they're being told what to do. So I feel like it's not just an aspect of a loss of religion. I actually think that as the government gets more powerful and our liberties are encroached upon, uh, we respect the law less. You're, you're right. And people just are, they're getting crushed by the, not you, not you, but overall the media is in, 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 in businesses and society is not allowing, just crushing people's God-given right to use their free speech. So if people in society are not using their free speech, their mouth, or writing, they pick up something like a gun to express their feelings. I mean, this is unbelievable. The free That's speech. a very interesting yeah, take. I believe like you. I believe like you that we have God-given rights, free speech. Freedom of religion is number one for a reason. Then we have free speech and writing. People are not speaking out because during the Obama years, if you criticize Michelle, you would lose your job. Well, the woman did. She lost her job. She called her a certain you know thing, and she lost her job. She had to hire a lawyer and get her job back. The same thing now. But, you know, the media will crush President Trump. He's doing so many incredible, great things. They won't acknowledge it. Okay, I know this because I read official documents. All right, Mark, I have to, I I don't want to get off track. I've got a show to run here. But if you want to tell people how to find out more about you and your views, you're welcome to do it. Thank you so much. It's www.mark, M-A-R-C, Urbeck, U-R-B as in boy, A-C-H dot com. I'm all over Facebook at Mark Allen, A-L-A-N, Urbeck. And my Twitter is at Urbeck4G. And I'm all over Twitter because it's a fact the Atlanta media, not you guys, but just all media. <laughs> I don't care. I can all, take it. All media has not said my name for 15 weeks, but the Waycross Journal Herald put me on the front page after one little interview. Front page. So God bless you, Monica, for what you're doing. And all citizens of Georgia, we will win, but we need help. Express your freedom of speech with emails and letters. These, these emails are easier to your local representatives and tell them what they are doing wrong, because they're doing a lot wrong in the Georgia General Assembly. Oh, that's actually... A great idea, Mark. I'm going to pick up on that where you left off. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for calling. God bless you. you. And let me just take take what Mark was saying about, uh, I don't want to get completely off track here. I hope to talk about this more later in the show. But right now, by December 31st, they are uh, trying to re-up the FISA Section 702 reauthorization where they listen to foreigners' calls. But there's huge, huge loopholes where they can listen to Americans' calls even if foreigners aren't on the call. There's a lot of problems with this bill. And weirdly, Rand Paul, so so contact your congressmen and your senators on this uh, Section 702 should not have a clean reauthorization. Uh, maybe even wait until Rand Paul gets back on his feet. So Rand Paul is a senator who was attacked in a very, very fishy story. A neighbor tackled him, supposedly, and he broke six ribs, including, like, broke some in half. Six ribs, that's every single rib on one side of your body. Like, the story sounds funny. And now Rand Paul isn't there to promote his bill that was called the USA Rights Act, which counterbalanced this thing that they're falsely calling the USA Liberty Act. Uh, The USA Rights Act with Rand Paul and Wyden were going to uh, push back on some of the loopholes. They want the reauthorization, but they want to close the loopholes that violate the Fourth Amendment. Justin Amash, A-M-A-S-H, is a great resource for this. He's so good when it comes to the Bill of Rights. But I thought it was fishy that Rand Paul was taken out of commission just when he was sponsoring a very, very important safeguard on the Fourth Amendment, which is do or die by December 31st. So it's going to be outside his... 
uh, ability to address it since he was injured. So maybe that's maybe that's all I need to say on the subject. I've tweeted about it at Monica Perez show. I'm going to go to Aaron in Lawrenceville. Aaron, you are on with Monica. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I like your show, by the way. Yay Thank for the Libertarian. <laughs> you, you're, say that again? I said yay for the Libertarian. Yes, man. yes, yes. We don't have a voice. We're in the middle, and we're like, look, man, they gave us critical thinking skills for a reason. Yes. The best of put them together. Yes, and <laughs> I love it when people call to join in with what I'm saying because it helps the audience realize that I'm not just like Ron. I always had this vision of Ron Paul like standing alone in Congress, like reading into the congressional record, like reciting the Bill of Rights and everybody laughing at him like a crazy uncle. We are not alone. Yeah, it's it's crazy because you know what we get. You know, our, liber- our our liberal friends say, "Oh, that's just another name for conservative," and our conservative friends go, "Oh, well, that's just another name for liberal." So we're like, we get it from both sides. But anyway. uh, you're telling me. <laughs> I wanted to call because yes. I've been telling people this for 20 years now, but um, it says to the last few years. When I was in college, I bought a book, and you need to write this down. It's called "Behold the Pale Horse." Oh, "Behold the uh, Pale Horse." I know that book. That guy was oh, you know gunned down. Book. Yeah, because uh, most people don't realize that he predicted all this. He said, this is what's going to happen. This is how they're going to take away your guns. There's going to be shootings in movie theaters. He even said, I think he even mentioned movie theaters specifically, and uh, shootings all over so they can, you know, take away your your, um, your arms. So they can oh, I, I did not realize that he said that. It was Bill oh, yeah. Cooper, I think. He talks about the, yeah, he talks about the FEMA camps and all that, that now that all these people are filming where they have all these thousands of thousands of... You know what uh, threw me off about it, Aaron, is that I believe that, didn't he also say stuff about alien technology? Oh, yeah. He said that, too. Um, Sometimes when it's bundled together, I have a hard time, you know, I don't know if it's disinfo or what. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is the thing. He was, uh, um, I don't know if you know this about him, but he was a CIA officer for a long time. And he was, uh, yeah, I think he had crypto clearance. Um, So, you know, at the time that he wrote that book, he was already ran off the road by Men in Black, and he had already lost his right leg. And he said, by the end of this year, I'll be dead. And sure enough, he was. By the end of that year, he was Well, that's the thing. I mean, I could say once a CIA officer, always a CIA officer, but he was gunned down by government agents on his own property, if I recall correctly. I think so. I I don't recall exactly, but I just know that it was a tragic, because I'd heard about him on a tragedy because I heard about him on talk radio. Yeah. But I just wanted to chime in. Like this has been predicted by years and they want I agree with you, they want us they want to be able to declare martial law. Yes. And then that's what all these Antifa people don't realize. It's like, go ahead, keep acting up and they're gonna shut us down and then we won't have any rights. Well maybe they anyway. do maybe they they realize it but uh but they they're playing along. Um very interesting. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, Behold a Pale Horse. I mean, it's worth checking out. I've always gone kind of back and forth on it, but it is fascinating. I'm going to have to relook at it. It's on my shelf. Binkley, do we have time for one quick tweet? I hate to keep the tweets out uh, on a limb after they write in. What you got? Yeah, we got one from Bobby who says, I'll say it again. America is over-medicated on psychotrophic drugs like no other culture. Yeah, we were talking about what what leads to all these mass shootings, and that that has come up in the past. I don't know if it was Columbine, but for sure, it was one of the elements in Sandy Hook. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if Aurora was one of those. But it's not always in in the uh, in the storyline, and that stuff has been around for a long time. I don't know. I, I used to think that was part of it, but now I just I don't I don't I don't buy it. Like I look at this thing, I ask you to like check your guts, like give it a little gut check. Like, does this seem right to you? 
Because I honestly, I feel like your own common sense, your own observation, your own experience will tell you this is not really, doesn't really make sense yet. And I feel like psychology and sociology were either created for or hijacked to get us to stop believing our guts, to stop using our common sense, to stop understanding or believing the observations that we make in our own lives, the the reality that we observe ourselves. So uh, that's a little deep. Let's get into that a little bit more. Tony, hang on. You're going to be next. And uh, y'all can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show or call 800-WSB-TALK. You maniac! You blew it up! Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 50 degrees, the high today, 41, the low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. Right before the break, this is Monica Perez, by the way. (laughs) I think we heard that. But right before the break, we were talking about uh, this whole show. We've been talking about the Texas shooting, church shooting from one week ago. I'm focusing on the agenda items. Uh, But I also think it's important to just kind of get a sanity check here, if that's not no pun intended, that this is re- that these things are real, that we're really being told. I mean, even the, the Vegas thing, this grandpa single-handedly shot 500 people and no helicopter came down and took him out. You know, I mean, this story was funny. These kind of things, I, I don't, I think the Vegas story is a great example of the details just don't make sense. And I think a lot of people think that's true. Uh, and I asked the question, you know, there seems to have been a surge in mass casualty shootings. And what explains that? And and I've had some tweets. We're going to keep reading tweets after the break. You could call me and tell me 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. If you think they're real, you think they're false flags or whatever, let me know. Uh, tweet me at Monica Perez Show. But one thing that keeps coming up is that they are uh, – that maybe psychotropic drugs have something to do with it. And that has been an element numerous times. In this case, I forgot um, before the break, this the alleged perpetrator, Devin Patrick Kelly, who nobody eyewitnessed his face, so we don't know for sure it's him, but he's the guy we're told that uh, that he had been in a mental institution, a mental facility with the military, and uh, escaped from that. So he has a history of mental illness, I think is relevant for a really big reason. I'm going to tell you after the break. 800 WSB Talk, tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show.